All right. On this episode, we're going to be talking about food. Hello, 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 the two hello girls, here we go. So as Amy mentioned, today the topic is food and of course traveling. There's no better combination between food and traveling. And a lot of times the people that I encounter, they tell me more about the food that they ate than the sites that they saw. But unlike the people that I meet and with even with Amy, I do not enjoy wild or crazy adventurous foods. But Amy does. And so she's going to start off by sharing with us one experience that she had here in Korea. And I have a particularly interesting story that I would like to share with people. In Korea, in the past, since antiquity, Korean people have eaten dog. Nowadays, it's it's generally not too looked... Um, it's generally looked down upon, uh, but there are still some places that sell and eat dog. I was looking at the internet, and it says about maybe 5% of the population eats it regularly. I had a chance, I was offered a chance to taste dog soup, which is called Boshintang. It was a farewell party at my school for the summertime. There was a kindergarten helper who was sitting across from me, and the choices were either dog soup, Boshintang, or chicken soup. So I had chosen chicken soup. And she looked at me, she said, do you want to try some? And I know that dog is a taboo food. You, you, many people might be in an uproar over just the thought of, of eating dog. And, and I, I, I considered it, and um, I did try it. I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, I find it to be really tough and just not palatable. Um, but I did try it, and so I did have the opportunity to eat. I didn't go out of my way. It was offered to me. It was already prepared. I did have the opportunity to eat dog, and I, I did try it. So I do believe in trying different foods all over the world, at least once or twice. I will draw the line at insects, however, except I've eaten bondegi, which is the silkworm larvae. It kind of tastes like peanut butter. But insects with legs, tarantulas, okay? My friend had, there was a tarantula salad on her Facebook, and I just went, about went ape shit because, no, no, I don't. I don't even like looking at spiders. You know, I'm not going to eat that. You got to be kidding me. Um, but uh, I do, I do believe in trying um, dishes from different parts of the world that are in their history, just um, to keep an open mind. I think that's one of the biggest things is to keep an open mind. I mean, I love Korean food for the most part. Um, I am a huge fan of the the simple ways that they cook. Not a huge fan of the sugar and salt that goes into it, but definitely the fresh ingredients and the the meal itself. We'll get into that a bit later with a, a interview of mine, but for now, let's turn over to Vanessa and see what else we have going on. So as I mentioned, I'm not very adventurous, and I don't want to say I never try anything because that's not true. I've had to survive in Korea, so I've gotten used to the local cuisine. And very similar to Amy, I love Korean food. The most difficult thing is when friends and family come for a visit and they don't really like Korean food. You will hear an interview with my own mother and her experience when she came to Korea and what she thought about Korean food. At that time, I'd been in Korea for maybe about two, two and a half years. Here we go. So, mom? Hello? Yes? Do you enjoy traveling, going abroad? Did you enjoy your trip? I did enjoy my trip. I enjoyed it very much. I thought I would be a little more nervous, a little more scared 
traveling that far by myself, but I actually did pretty well. But um, I think it would have been fun to have somebody to travel with so that they kind of share the experience with. But once I got there, it was fine and everything. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. And before this experience, you have never been abroad. So is there a reason why why you didn't travel beforehand? Did you have a desire when you were younger to travel before you had kids and got married? Back when I was at age before I had kids and before I got married, people didn't do that nearly as much as they do now. It was just not that common for people to travel around at least where I was. And there were times I thought, oh, it would be so exciting to to start a new life in another place like that. And I would have, I saw that it would be very interesting and exciting, but um, I was pretty much content with, with my life at the same time. And Can you tell me about your most recent trip? Where did you go and why did you go there? My trip to Korea was almost two years ago, actually. You're due for another trip. I guess I'm getting close to that, yeah. Tell me about how you felt when you arrived. Well, when I first got there, the weirdest thing was I expected it to be dark and in the middle of the night almost, although I knew from looking at the times it wouldn't be, but it seemed like it should have been. And so it just seemed weird to step off the plane and it was in the middle of the day. And I had a whole different feeling of waking up and not knowing where you're at or something and that kind of thing. But it was a little culture shock too, and I enjoyed it. What type of food did you like in Korea? Or how did you feel about the food when you first saw the food? I wasn't impressed with the food just because a lot of it was my own fault because I'm not a big vegetable eater. I felt like there were tons of vegetables. It just didn't appear that appetizing to me as a rule. I think if I kept trying more and more things, I would learn to like it. Why wasn't it appetizing to you? The sauce or... But yeah, and some of it, I just anticipated things tasting one way just by their appearance. And then when I did sample it, it tasted completely different than I thought it would. Or I thought it was going to be a hot dish and I tasted it was cold or vice versa and just different. Not really what, what I enjoyed eating, but I was glad I tried it all and I went, I think I could learn to like it if I, if I really needed to. Can you remember a dish that you really didn't like or a dish that you really liked? There was a dish that I really, I liked better than most. I don't remember what it was called, but it was in a restaurant where we put, they had a pot of stuff and we kept adding things to it, cooking it ourselves, basically, and they would bring us more things to put into it. And I think I would have liked that more if I tried it, you know, maybe even one more time. Because it was the closest I came, I think, to liking something there. Uh, They eat a lot of fish here, and a lot of things have seaweed. 
and you're not particularly fond of fish. Is there a reason why you don't like fish or the taste of fish or the smell of fish? I eat some fish, but I guess it totally depends on how it's prepared. The seaweed, no, I don't like the seaweed. I don't like, I didn't like the uh, kimchi or the roll things. Oh, kimbap. Okay, I'm not, I wasn't wild about that. Do you like to try new foods or do you like to try, eat at new restaurants or try foreign food? Um, I'm not very adventurous just simply because I don't want to, if I go somewhere, I typically stick to something I know I'm going to enjoy. Very good. Okay. And if you traveled to another country, where would you want to go? I would love to go to Ireland. I think it would be beautiful there. And I also Spain. I think that would be a fun place to go. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Now Amy is going to introduce one of our close friends here in Korea. Miss Brown has definitely helped a ton of expats get accustomed to Korean culture and really open their mind to Korean food. She will teach you a great lesson that you should always carry when thinking about Korean food. So here's Amy and Joe. All right, I'm here with Joe Marie Brown. Joe, say hi. Hi. Hi, and my friend Joe is from South Africa. Believe it or not, people, that is an entire country, not the continent. <laughs> Many people get confused, especially here in Korea. I met Joe when I first got to Korea, and she'd been here for a while, and I think we just, um, we clicked. Especially over food. Especially over food. Joe always showed me the best places to eat. And Amy always cooked the best food for me. <laughs> well, don't tell everyone. Friendship was inevitable. <laughs> food, it brings the world together, which is why... You love Korea so much, is that not right? Ah, oh, Korean food, I absolutely adore it. Might be high in sodium, but it's totally delicious. <laughs> but that's not just it, the food aspect, not the eating aspect. You, um, you were telling me that you enjoy the social aspect of it as well. Because you get these tiny little portions of vegetables, you get your meat, Eating in Korea, especially dinner, is a very big social aspect. It's, and then you get alcohol involved and everyone is merry. It takes, I don't know, one, two, maybe three hours at times when you're out with a group, big group of people for dinner. You get talking, you get drinking, you get eating. Very big social aspect. And we're not talking about just foreigners that get together. Um, I know most of us have to get together for our schools, and it just, it can last all night. Teachers' dinners, mm -hmm. oh. then the alcohol and food really flow. But it's a good way to get to know people better, especially, I'm the shyest person, but teachers' dinners, getting together for Korean dinners in Korea, you get to know everyone pretty well. So, Joe, you are one of the most well-traveled people that I know. Can you please name a couple of countries that you've traveled to, and then tell me, you know, what you how they how you feel about the food? Um, I've traveled a lot of Southeast Asia, like China, Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, a couple of times. I've been to Hong Kong. I've been to New Zealand, um, India, India. Indian food is 
by far my favorite food. Curries, I could eat curries for days. Naan bread, it's very delicious. Cambodian food, Lao food, they have quite a lot of veggies in it. And as a recovering vegetarian, <laughs> I liked that while I was traveling. So back to the Korean food, uh, what is your favorite Korean food? It's a dish that I've only ever found in one tiny little town That's that I used to live in. Our little town, correct? Your, yes, your little town. Oh, and I can't find it anywhere else. Every time I say this name, people look at look at me as if I have three heads which is it's strange called... sorry <laughs> which is strange because it's on it's in the internet I looked it up I know they get it confused with a lot of other dishes it's called satay jige and it's pork pig neck soup mushrooms and potatoes in a really spicy broth oh it's very spicy that's my tolerance I can eat this soup and then after that I'm not um pretty much anything spicier after that I'm not a fan of Oh, I love spicy food. Korea, that is what I love about <laughs> Korean food. Some of it is just beautifully spicy. I have, yeah, not been able to find it anywhere else, and it's so delicious. That's one of the things I could also eat two, three, four times a week. If we divide Korea into north, south, east, and west, where would you say you can find your favorite foods? Um, lately, lately, I've been traveling Korea a lot more and doing like a food, food traveling trips, I guess. Mm -hmm. And lately, it's been in the south. <laughs> You're all about the fish. I've been to Busan with you a few times and I, I just oh, knew, I knew it. Fresh fish. <laughs> they can do the simplest fish dishes and it just, it tastes 10 times better than anywhere in Seoul. I think that's anywhere. what we're going to have to disagree on. I'm not a huge fish aficionado. I, I don't mind the occasional um, fried, golden fried fish that they, oh, that that's tasty when they fry it. Whatever that little batter is, that's tasty. But uh, those fish soups where all they do is chop them up into huge sections and boil them, I can't stand that stuff. That spicy fish soup is really good. But yeah, getting all the bones out of things sometimes, it's a pain. That's but... basically, I'm, I think I'm impatient. I'm just like, I want to eat. I don't want to have to sit there and pick out. Why can't they do it for me? You lazy woman. <laughs> <I'm so> lazy. <laughs> no. It's all about you have to do things for yourself, basically. That's why you get your small little plates of veggies and side dishes and you get your leaves and it's, do it your make your own pork wrap, for instance, with some gypsol. Oh, I love that. I like that aspect. It's a very hands-on experience at times. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention about Korean food or anything else that you'd like to, to throw at us? Don't take it at face value. You have to try Korean food. Some of it looks absolutely disgusting. This is true. But the taste, the taste is amazing. Except if you don't like spicy food. <laughs> Actually, you know what, Joe? That's perfect because that's exactly the point. You've got to try it. Except for bondagi. Oh, I will not no. try silkworm lava mainly because of how it smells. It tastes Can't like get peanut past butter. The smell. It tastes like peanut butter. It looks like something that should be on Fear Factor. I thank you so much for, for talking with us today. 
Thank you for inviting me. I had a lot of fun. Now you know that Korean food takes some time. The first time it's kind of hard, but if you give it a chance and make yourself eat it, you can't go wrong. Take it from us. We didn't grow up eating kimchi or doenjae jjigae, but now we can't live without Korean food. We just want to say a personal thank you to Joe Brown and Cheryl Easton. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us and sharing your time. Also, listeners, please stay tuned for next week. We have a great show coming your way. It's about miscommunication. Have a great week and stay tuned. Hello, 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 the two hello girls.